0: I'm Alexi. And I'm Bryn. And this is Tony Somethings. Going through something. Intro music. Hit it.
1: <laughs> um <laughs> Alexis back. Yeah, you didn't even know I was gone. Yeah. That's how secretive it was. Unless you follow me on my personal accounts, then it was not secretive at all. Yeah. I was here alone. Yeah. But we pre-filmed all the episodes, so there wasn't a break. Yeah,
0: but it feels like it's been so
1: long since we have filmed something. Well, it has. It's been like almost a month. Or yeah. three weeks. Three weeks, somewhere on there. So, I was supposed to go for three weeks, and I came back a week early. So, Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> because it was great and the trip was fun and Spain is beautiful, but it was so hot that I just felt sick like every day. So I was having headaches like every day and my stomach was messed up. And so I finally just was like, I'm just going to come back a week early. I'm so glad I did. I loved being home. So yeah. Cost me extra money, but it was (laughs) worth it only a little
0: bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was a little sad. I like see coming home a week early <laughs> because I didn't expect to enjoy my time alone. Yeah. At first, I was like, I'm sad. But then the second night I was alone, I literally was in the kitchen doing like a Taylor Swift concert by myself mm-hmm. performing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. And then <laughs> I got out of a puzzle. I was just taking up so much space. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there was times where I'm like, oh, I wish I could talk to somebody Mm-hmm. But then there's other times I'm like, I'm loving it. <laughs> Obviously I'm I'm happy that she's back. But I just wasn't su- I was surprised that I enjoyed my time alone. Mm-hmm. But well. Oh, yeah. Ouch, what a stab
1: in the heart. <gasps> oh, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it'd be the op- like kidding. it'd be the same for you. No. I hate being alone. Oh, I'm I- glad you enjoy it. I don't like it. I mean I'm sure it would get old for me in yeah. a while, you know. Yeah. I've just spent a lot of time alone in places I've lived, and I do not enjoy it very much.
0: I think maybe the difference is, like, for a while, I was in a relationship where I was always gone on weekends, Mm -hmm. so you always had that time alone, whereas, like, I was always with somebody, so I never got time alone, so it was, like, my first taste of, like...
1: Oh, yeah. You know? I just mean in the last five years. it's just... I guess now. Since twenty. 16, I would say. I've just spent a lot of time alone in places I've lived, so I'm just, like, used to that. Because just... everyone I lived with was always dating people, so they were always gone. Yeah. So that was just me chilling.
0: Chilling like a am
1: <laughs> So I'm just, like, over... I don't know. I just don't like being alone. Hence why I came back. I was alone there.
0: Yeah. So... Yeah, tell tell the people
1: some highlights. Um, I climbed a mountain. and watched the sunset. That was fun. I was in my... Uh, slip-on Adidas shoes from Kohl's and I climbed up this like, Kohl's plug <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I climbed up this mountain and then um my cousin and I was staying with her like husband rock climbs so we walked to like the ledge of like the back of the mountain to where all of his friends are rock climbing at so then I didn't take a picture of it and I wish I would have because I'm literally standing on the edge of a cliff looking down I was like I'm not even wearing like proper shoes for this mm-hmm. so all of them are just like hanging out they're wearing the like, crocs while they're standing on the ledge of this mountain
0: oh my God. and
1: i'm like scared to death that i'm gonna fall but i didn't obviously so that was good and then on my birthday we went uh to this like waterfall thing and swam for a couple hours that was fun um I don't know there's a lot of cool stuff that I got to do and like I learned a lot of like history about it so I was taking a lot of pictures of things I want to look up the history of like when I got back so I want to go back and do more research just because some of the stuff like a lot of it was written in Spanish and I knew some of what it was saying but I would like to be able to understand all the history behind it Mm -hmm. so I was kind of just like taking notes or taking pictures of that stuff so I could look it up later so yeah
0: yeah you turned 26 and you're there. Oh, do you have any wisdom to pass down from the
1: week or two you've been an adult? Um, In the two weeks I've been an adult. I have no new knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything. Other than like I learned a lot about myself on this trip. Like I've learned I don't like traveling alone. So that was a good tidbit to learn. I learned to never go to Spain in July ever again <laughs> in my entire life. Cause it's so hot. I showed up, and on the second day, someone said, "Welcome to hell," and I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Um, and the place I was staying at, they had AC, but I wasn't technically like allowed to use it really. Um, the most I could use it for was five minutes a day, and at that point, I just didn't do it because it, it's not even worth it. Right. Um. So I spent literally the whole time I was at the apartment like sitting by a fan. So. That's what it was. It's the only way to survive. Yeah. So. It's just kind of a bummer, like, I showed up to the place and they told me it was, like, the Ohio of Spain. And I was like, well, that's great. So, just everything closes for, like, the whole middle of the day because it's so hot. So, pretty much you have to do stuff from, like, 7 a.m. to noon or, like, 7 p.m. to midnight. Mm-hmm. Those are, like, your 10 hours where you can do things.
0: For our non-American, non-North American people.
1: Oh, Yeah nobody really likes Ohio because yeah. there's just like nothing to do basically. And yeah. it's just flat and boring. The only thing I yeah. have is like Cedar Point and Hocking Hills Park. That's it. Yeah. So just clear that up. Yeah. So Ohio is just like the worst part of the country. No one really knows why everyone hates it, but I'm pretty sure it's collective. At least in Michigan, we really don't like Ohio. It's like Midwest at least. Yeah. It's just like Ohio's people in works.
0: California probably don't care.
1: True. They probably no. have their own over there. yeah they're probably like no one likes Arizona yeah I just use that as an example I don't think that's accurate but yeah no so yeah so no one really likes Ohio here in the Midwest so they said it was like the Ohio of Spain um so yeah that was kind of a bummer just because I didn't realize stuff closes in the middle of the day but they were doing the running of the bulls and stuff while I was there so that was kind of interesting to watch it's like every morning right at eight o'clock they do the running of the bulls it takes like two to two and a half minutes, somewhere around there. And it's like, in case you don't know, they release, um, there's six male bulls and then there's six female bulls to like help keep the males going where they're supposed to. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. But they all have horns. Um, so they'll be running and then it's like hundreds of people wear like white and red to try to like get the bulls to chase them. And it's all just for the thrill of it. Like there's no purpose other than just they're trying to see if they can outrun these bulls without getting hurt. So it's kind of crazy. Apparently there were protests. I looked it up. There were like protests going on to like stop it because after the running the bulls, they do this like bull fight where they, I never watched it or anything, but they allegedly kill a bull. Mm. And I think they do it every day of this like tradition where they like kill one. So it was kind of crazy. So, because I was telling my cousin, I was really surprised that they still do it because here that would never be allowed. Yeah. Like that would have stopped a long time ago, not even for the safety of people, but for the safety of the bulls. Like yeah. it just won't happen. And she said, yeah, we're just like culturally like not really there yet. I'm like, well, I understand that. But right. like, you know. Hmm. So it was wild to watch. I watched it the last like four days I was there. I missed the first couple days because I forgot. Hmm. But yeah. The first day I watched a ton of people got hurt. And then the last couple of days, not many people got hurt, which was good. Nice. As far as I know, no one died. Sounds mm-hmm. good. Yeah, that's a benefit. <laughs> yeah. So, but they just are ruthless. They just show the injuries over and over and over for the next, like, at least 15 minutes. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, because one of the guys I was like, did he die? And they just kept reshowing it over and over and over. And I was like, okay. Just imagine that being
0: like your loved one. Right. It? You're just watching over and over again. Like, Yeah,
1: yeah, it was insane. So, I don't know the history of the Pamplona bull running, but it was crazy to watch. Yeah. And at the end of it, they say how long it takes. So, they're always like, dos y veintitres minutos, or whatever they say, I don't know. That's how they, I don't know why they have to say the time of it, but. Mm -hmm. But they do, like, chant, or, like, a prayer or something before. So, like the thirty seconds leading up to it they like do this little chant prayer thing and then there's like firecracker that goes off and that's what opens the door mm-hmm. and all the bulls just start running. Dang. Yeah. It's crazy. So that was an interesting yeah. cultural or interesting cultural thing. I went to this like mini coliseum. It's supposed to be like a Roman Coliseum but mini they found in Spain. So that was cool. I saw a lot of cool things. I touched the Mediterranean Sea. Whoa, I know. Now I've been in the Atlantic Ocean, I've been in the Indian Ocean, and I've been in the Mediterranean Sea. And Great Lake Michigan. (laughs) Can't (laughs) leave that off the list. (laughs) Because they're the same thing. (laughs) Basically, I mean, I'm sitting by the Mediterranean. I told my cousin, I was like, it looks like Lake Michigan. Like the water wasn't any more blue. You still mm. couldn't see the other side. I was like, the only difference is there's, like, houses on cliffs right there. Mm. So. And there's sharks in that water. Somewhere, yeah. And there was, like, a big drop off. So it was, like, you're, like, walking, and it's, like, Froom. Oh, I hate that. That just, like, all of a sudden
0: darkness. Yeah. Ooh.
1: Yeah. So I didn't swim. I didn't want to because I was flying out later that day, so I didn't want to get my suit wet and everything. But, yeah. It was hot. So never go to Spain in July, but if you go in the spring or the fall or the winter or any other time that's not summer, I've heard it's great. (laughs) So go then if you choose to go. It was beautiful. I will go back probably to other places um, again, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I have a story that I need to tell that happened when Alexi was gone. She doesn't know the story yet, but I'm getting ready to go to bed, Okay. Okay, I'm in my room. I'm like undoing the covers. I like lift up my pillow. Like I never really do that, so I just lift it up out of like I had to oh, move okay. it. Oh, okay, see
1: where this is going. All of a
0: sudden, spider. Oh God. No. Underneath my pillow. Okay.
1: Uh, and it's not just it a, big? a
0: yes. Oh. It is not a tiny one. It is a disgusting. Did you take a picture. No, because he Uh-oh. was scurrying away. So then I was, I literally like put the pillow down and I screamed bloody murder. <laughs> None of the apartment people.
1: Okay. Asked for help. <laughs> wow, it's like a Jeffrey Dahmer situation. Yeah.
0: You could have died. I know. <laughs> I literally screamed. And then I was like, Ugh, what do I do? I have my frozen in fear moment. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to go get the paper towel. Mm-hmm. So then, because it was like pretty big. Or no, it it was a small one. So then I had to go grab a new one, a big one. Because mm-hmm. I did not trust this small yeah. little thing. Right. So then I go out. I am also calling my mom, being like, there is a spider <laughs> in my bed. And then she's like, "It's gonna be okay." So then I lift up the pillow. He was he was originally under, not there. Oh. And oh. then putting all of the pillows on the ground, like I, because yeah. I have a bunch of pillows on my bed. Yeah. And then I lift up my other pillow. He's just in the corner <sighs> of my sheets. Uh. And then literally, I like try to smack him with the paper towel. Of course, I fucking miss him. <laughs> he goes under my like bed. Okay. God. Yeah. And at that point, I was like. Oh, my God. I can't (laughs) believe I missed him. Yeah. So then I'm getting out like a... Also, there's a fly swatter up there. You could just... Hold on. I'm getting there. There's more. (laughs)
1: Okay. I'm just thinking that would have been easier to aim. So then
0: I get... Well, he was like in the... I don't know. The sheet was weird where it wasn't flat. Like he was in like a little nook. Yeah. So it was like no matter what... Yeah, it would have been so hard. I probably should have used a shoe just to smack Uh, him hard. But I just... It didn't even come to my head. And so then I'm, like, freaking out, and I, like, get a flashlight out trying to find him. Of course, I can't find him. I don't know where he is
1: under my bed. Show and me with your hands. How big is this spider?
0: Like, this big. Hmm. Okay. Decent size. Yeah. So then I was started freaking out because then my, I was like, Mom, I... I can't find it I don't know where it is and she's like well you're screaming you probably scared him he's not gonna come out for a while Mm -hmm. and I was like well what am I supposed to do
1: like (laughs) silently awake and
0: (laughs) And so at that time it's already like 11 p.m and that is my bedtime okay Mm -hmm. and like I should be in bed by then yeah and so then my mom was like well you'll have to decide if you can sleep in your room or not and at first I was like yeah, like, I'm not a baby. Like, I'm, I'll be <laughs> fine. And then I started thinking, like, am I going to be able to fall asleep? Mm. So then what do I do? I sleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: the first time I slept on the couch. Did you put on both leg rests?
0: It's more comfortable. No, because I didn't want to deal with yours. Because like, I already put it down when you left. Yeah. So... Yeah, so then I sat down on the couch, and then I literally, before I got my mom off the phone, I was like, Can you come over tomorrow and we can deep clean my room? Oh so she did. God. She came over. <laughs> we literally moved my whole bed. We took everything underneath my bed because I have like garbage bags full of like blankets and all that. So I'm like, yeah. He could be in any of these. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just freaking out. Yeah. And so my mom was doing a lot of it because I was like, What if he's here? <laughs> like, I was so scared. And this is a moment where like I can't live alone <laughs> for that reason. But. So then she was like doing it, and I cleaned a little bit of the closet while she was cleaning my room. It was like a three-hour-long process oh, of deep my cleaning God. my room. Okay, I've n- I never saw him. Oh wow! And my mom was like, "I think we like sucked him up with the vacuum." I was like, "I'm pretty sure you're just saying that to me right. feel better, <laughs> but okay." And then, so then we like go about our day, whatever. I I feel content at the moment. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then. My mom leaves. I'm like chilling out here for a bit. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. It's 11 o'clock. I'm in bed. And I look up. Come on. <laughs> my light is like flat on the wall. It's not like a bulb. There's a shadow. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, what is that? I get out my flashlight. It's fucking in the middle of the light. Just peeping down on the edge. So he's kind of in the light, kind of outside. Just watching (laughs) he was up there the whole time we were cleaning just staring down at us being like these motherfuckers these (laughs) idiots he was just staring at us the whole time so then i start freaking out again i my mom already went to bed she told me good night or the text i can't call her i'm screaming again no neighbors came (laughs) to help so then i'm like okay Fuck this paper towel. I'm swearing a lot, but I get Woo! Spiders. Don't mess with them. I'm like, not doing this paper towel stuff. Mm -hmm. I, of course, grab it just in case. I also grab a shoe and I grab the fly swatter. Oh, okay. And I grab a stool because I'm scared I won't be able to reach it. Mm -hmm. So then I also throw all my covers back because I'm like, if he falls, he is not getting on my covers where I can't find him.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So then...
0: I throw my covers back. I get on the stool and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna have to go fast and just shove him like mm-hmm. with the fly swatter like in the light because a shoe wouldn't have worked. He was like just chilling on the edge where it yeah. was impossible. Mm-hmm. So then I'm just like, I <laughs> <laughs> do it and I kill him. Wow. And I had evidence I killed him. You took a picture, or you mean no? It was he was on the fly swatter. Oh, okay, <laughs> I was like evidence. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. And I was just like what an ordeal literally he was just watching the entire time so yeah that was my story um why are spiders so sneaky and so yeah when uh, i was like i i need to talk about this and get your like actual reaction before i tell you but that was a whole ordeal
1: yeah (sighs) brin usually makes me kill the spiders but if i see one i try not to say anything so right before we started filming i'm walking and i see one on the the wall and I was like oh or something and then Brenda's like what what is it and I just silently walk over I grab paper towel and I smush it I was like it was a spider <laughs>
0: anytime and I then right after quiet. that she's like
1: I have a story and I was like oh yeah. so well, anytime you're quiet and you just grab paper towel I'm like I know it's a bug like <laughs> <laughs> well then she goes is it a bug and then as soon as I kill it, I said it was a spider because <laughs> she she doesn't like spiders she doesn't like bugs but she likes spiders less than bugs I say I'll kill
0: a bug yeah but spiders are really hard for me, right? Because they're so. just so fast. Yeah, I never used to be scared of spiders, though. It was other people's
1: fears came onto me, and then I started being scared. Well, it's psychologically what happens. Yeah, there's been studies done because psych minor uh, in child development. We watched a bunch of stuff like about how your fears are directly from your parents. So it shows like a baby crawling over like clear glass mm-hmm. that's just like big open box. But if the baby crawls over it and the parents don't do anything, the baby doesn't care. But if the parents freak out and the baby's scared, then... Yeah.
0: Well, my, fear. my parents aren't scared of spiders. It was other friends were scared and I caught onto it. And then I started being scared, too. So my stupid friends messed I guess that's, up. like,
1: slowly kind of what happened to me. It's just I just, like, kill them anyways. Yeah. Because, I, like, bu- killing bugs and stuff doesn't bother me. But then, like, other people being, like, they're so gross. Like, made me feel grossed out about it. Mm-hmm. It's mostly, like, the crunch that I don't like, though. Ugh, okay, I don't want. Ugh, ugh, <laughs> no, 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 no. no, Well, when I was in Spain, I was using the bathroom, sitting on the toilet. I'm just relaxing, you know, <laughs> like the first. I shouldn't say relaxing <laughs> because while I was there, since there's no AC, the bathroom was all tile, so it's like the hottest part of the whole apartment. Mm-hmm. So showering sucked. I would take cold showers, and it's still the hottest room. Um, so I'm like sitting there, doing my business. And then all of a sudden, there's like a loud noise. And I was like, what is that? And I like look, because I kind of saw something go past. And there is a cockroach. Like, the biggest one I've ever seen in my entire life. It was like the length of my palm. And then like, it was width-wise, probably like half my palm. And I'm looking on the floor next to me. And I like scream. Mm -hmm. And I stand up. Luckily, I was done doing my business (laughs) at this time. I was like done, but then... I'm just staring in the corner like what do I do so because I was like I don't trust paper towel that's not heavy duty enough to kill this thing Mm -hmm. it's huge so then I kind of walk out and I was like I'll grab a shoe I guess like I don't know but it kind of started crawling towards like the AC event and then when I came back it was gone Mm -hmm. I had no clue where it went Mm -hmm. so then I was hiding in my room I left that door open so I could escape if it wanted to because while I was there, I kept the slider door and the kitchen door open all night for more like wind to come in to cool down the apartment a little because there's like gates so it's, it's still locked. But I was like, maybe it'll just fly out
0: mm-hmm. and like
1: disappear on its own. So I left all the doors open except for my bedroom. So mm-hmm. I hid in there. I texted her. I sent Brynn like a voice memo being like, you'll never guess what just happened. And I text my mom like, this is the biggest cockroach I've ever seen in my entire life. What do I do? And then she's like, well, it's more scared of you than you are of it. I and, hate when they say that. And then I said, no, it likes me. It flew right at me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It is not scared of me. It wants to be friends. And so then uh, I just hid the rest of the night. And then I was like, oh, I have to like brush my teeth and use the bathroom. So I'm just like, I go in and I check everywhere. I check under the sink. I check the toilet. I check inside the toilet. I check the trash. I check the AC vent. I check the bidet. I check the shower. I check everywhere. I don't see it anywhere. And like brush my teeth. I go to the bathroom. All's fine. The next morning I'm showering and I realize that the mirror has like a small gap behind mm. it. I still never saw it again after that, but I did tell the girl whose apartment, like my cousin whose apartment I was staying at, said, I saw a giant cockroach in your bathroom. And then she came over and she has, like, cockroach spray. So mm-hmm. she sprayed the whole vent and then closed the door. And she's like, well, if it was in there, it would have died. I was like, well, I don't know that it was in there. I just suspected that's where it went because that's where I last saw it. But I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, if it was in there, it's dead. So, like, it's fine. She's like, it was probably just annoyed because it's been here by itself for a while. And then someone else came in and was disrupting it. Ugh. I was like, well, I don't care. Yeah. Kill it. Die. Ew. Ew. So, I had that encounter. There were a bunch of ants everywhere. There were mosquitoes everywhere. So, yeah. The amount of ants I killed on this trip was more than in my entire life, I think. The one day there was just, like, a whole stream of them. So, I tried to, like, put on flip-flops to just, like, walk on them and kill them. That didn't work. And then they were just crawling up my legs. Yeah, ew. Yeah. I would not have done that. Yeah, I thought it was smart. It wasn't. I don't know why. And then I stopped pretty much using the kitchen for good after that, and I just ate in, like, the living room or my room. Fair. Yeah. So. Good times. A bug's life. Insects. <laughs> Brendan Alexi. <laughs> we don't like them. No. They can go away forever, and I won't be sad. Yeah. No. Well, today we're talking- Wait, do, you- do we have any other updates? Do you have any more? No. Hmm. She finished a puzzle. I did.
0: Very proud of it. It's oh, cool. I want to get like it's kind of like a gradient puzzle, but it it's not really like one of those super gradual. Like mm-hmm. you can pretty easily tell like which colors next. Mm-hmm. So I want to get one that's like a legit like color wheel. You can't see like when it's gonna bleed to the next color, oh, yeah. which is gonna be really hard. But
1: I'm up for the challenge, and I really want to get one. Did you think the one you did was gonna be harder? Because mm-hmm. I remember you saying you thought it was gonna take like three weeks. So yeah, you're done after a couple days. I
0: literally probably got it done in two and a half hours I, wow. I split it within three days yeah but by the time i actually like they're all unflipped and all mm-hmm. that like it took very little time wow so i'm like either i'm a master puzzler or
1: <laughs> it wasn't as hard as i thought it right. would be Wow. i think we're taking a girls trip in the fall hopefully yeah so that'll be fun we'll keep you posted on that yeah Oh my God, could you imagine if we podcasted with like everyone we're going with? It would be so chaotic. It would be crazy. We yeah. can't do that. We're trying to get like ten people to go. Like well, right? next we... fall.
0: Oh yeah, not next this fall, not this fall. Yeah.
1: yeah, next fall. Um, we're trying to get like ten people. I think we have like ten, but we don't know dates for sure, and we don't know where we're staying and stuff. So like, yeah. it's not solidified yet. But that'd be just chaos. Mm-hmm. It'd be Yikes. so fun though. It'd be fun, but we'd have to like put three mics out and just like spread them across the whole group <laughs> and be like okay wonders not time. yeah like raise your hand when you want to talk <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's so chaotic but yeah maybe we'll do some like reels or something if it works out yeah some like group question ones or something uh, Group family question. feud <laughs> i want to do a family feud with friends so bad that'd be a good time to do it yeah well for today's episode we're talking about our
0: personalities Which we told you we were gonna talk about that Mm -hmm. last episode. Two episodes ago, no, last last episode. episode. And we also had a form submission by someone that just asked, (laughs) "Why are you the way you are?" Which they did get that quote wrong. It's a "Why are you the way that you are?" They missed one. Don't know who it was. It was anonymous. But I was like, that kind of leads into the sixteen personalities test because we're gonna tell you why we are the way that we are. Yeah.
1: Not why we are the way we are. Yeah. Why we are the way that we We are. are. Yeah. It was supposed to be a quote from Michael Scott, and you messed it up. Yeah, so... Don't disgrace Michael Scott like that. Yeah, you're
0: not even a real fan. Yeah. Like, don't even do it if you don't get it right. Yeah, honestly, get out of here. Okay, so first we're going to list all the different personalities you can get. There's 16, and then we'll go into what we are, and we encourage you guys to take the test, too. It's so so interesting. Okay, so there's... First group, analysts. So you could be an architect, a logician. Logician. Yeah. At first I was like, it's not a, lo- a logician. <laughs> logician, commander, and debater. Um, then we go into diplomats. Ooh, they move. Oh, um, fun. So if you're a diplomat, you could be an advocate, a mediator, a protagonist, and a campaigner. Sentinels, you could be a. What's the difference, Logi- logist, <laughs> logistician,
1: logistician, logistion, <laughs> logistician? What is it? Logistician. Logistician. <laughs> Let's do it again. Logistician.
0: Logistician. Yeah. Logistician. Logistician. Okay. You could be a logistician. <laughs> A defender, an executive, or a consul. I'm like, you're going to say executor. (laughs) I feel like i literally, I'm I'm like, my dyslexic is showing. um, You could be an explorer. So, virtuoso, adventurer, entrepreneur, or entertainer. So, those are the 16 types. They kind of all speak for themselves. So, not to bore you, we're not going to like read every single one what they mean. But basically, when you take the test, they give you like, what main person you are Mm -hmm. but then they also give you like a
1: percentage of like what other things you are yeah so if you're interested in like the descriptions you can go to 16personalities.com and you can see them on there yeah um because that's a test we took so we'll post a link or something maybe somewhere but yeah um yeah the personality personality types are there so if you want details go there yeah so with that i haven't looked at my results at all have you um i haven't looked in a while
0: i can't remember I don't want to see your screen and I don't want you to see my screen. We need those
1: folders (laughs) when you're in elementary school. Uh, Yeah. Shoot. I don't have anything that resembles. I mean, I have normal folders, I guess in my, in my room. We'll just, we'll just do the honor system. Yeah. Honor system. We're not going to look at our screens. Okay. So I took this test as a freshman in college and I would love to find my results to see if they've changed. Oh, I was going to say you didn't retake. it. No, I did. Um, because I'm just like curious, you know. Mhm. So, my personality I got is the protagonist. Hmm. So, my little description says protagonists are inspiring optimists, readily taking action to do what they feel is right. These warm, forthright types love helping others and have the creative energy to achieve their goals. And then the little dis- brief description they
0: put for it is charismatic and inspiring leaders able to mesmerize their listeners
1: whoa (laughs) how fitting (laughs) crazy were you surprised by that um kind of only because it says I'm an inspiring optimist where we did an episode and I was like I don't think I'm optimistic and I think you are (laughs) yeah so I don't know I guess that kind of surprises me but based on like the traits I guess I'm not like that surprised um my personality is the defender
0: whoa so defenders are very dedicated and warm protectors, always ready to defend their loved ones. These unassuming types are efficient and responsible, always opting for practicality in life. Hmm. And then the brief description you get when just comparing all of them say very dedicated and warm protectors, always ready to defend their loved ones. Hmm. Are you surprised by that? I kind of was. Hmm. I was reading the other ones. I'd have to read them again and I was like, "Oh, I'm surprised I wasn't that." Mm-hmm. But I don't know, it kind of makes sense like I used to not stand up for myself. Mm -hmm. And, like, recently we've had some little family drama happening. And, Mm -hmm. like, I'm just, like, no, I'm going to stand up for myself when, like, it's not all my fault type of thing. And so I'm, like, that makes sense where it's, like, no, I am going to defend myself and other people when I think that they're not in the wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, I think you should also see, like, which one you think would be best for you. Okay, so I think mine... I think I would have been either an architect, which is imaginative and strategic thinkers with a plan for everything, just because I always have to have a plan A and B, or an advocate, which is quiet and mystical, yet very inspiring and tireless idealist, just because I'm quiet. And
1: (laughs) I feel like I'm pessimistic, but also idealistic. Mm. Yeah. so. I feel like I'm surprised I wasn't a console, which is extraordinarily caring, social, and popular people always eager to help. Mm-hmm. Not the popular part, but the rest. Yes, the popular part. <laughs> and then, or an entertainer, which is spontaneous, energetic, and enthusiastic people. Life's never boring around them. I guess I'm kind of surprised I wasn't either of those, but...
0: Yeah, I was expecting
1: you to list one of those for yours, so... Yeah. So, kind of surprised. But, I think mine still fits me, so... I was laughing because in, like, the identity part, it says on the right, like, identity. And then it gives, like, a percentage of one of them. So mine says I'm 64% turbulent, which means I'm likely to be self-conscious, sensitive to stress, success-driven, perfectionist, and eager to improve. And I was like, if that's not me to a T, I still know what is. So it made me laugh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. Um, because I was in my uh like bottom category so then it gives like percentages for like what percentage you are extroverted versus introverted and then intuitive versus observant so it's like the kind of mm-hmm. opposites so what are you extroverted or introverted i'm 79 extroverted i'm 68 introverted oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny uh i'm 74 intuitive i'm 51 observant oh my god we're literally opposites Wait, I feel so, like this one, you're going to have a higher percentage than me. Well, hold on. So what, is, what do they say for intuitive for you? So it says, I'm likely very imaginative and open-minded, focusing on hidden meanings and distant possibilities.
0: Mm. So mine's, you're likely pragmatic and down-to-earth with a strong focus on what is happening or very likely to happen, which I feel like definitely fits me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, what do, you, what do you have for I'm 66% one? feeling. I'm 75% feeling. Yeah, I know you're going to be feeling just more than me, but... Just says you're empathetic. Yeah. Um, I'm 61% judging. I'm 89% judging.
0: Whoa! (laughs) Which just means you're likely highly organized, decisive, and thorough. You value clarity and prefer planning to spontaneity.
1: Yeah. Which I also was. And then the last one, like I said, I'm 64% turbulent, so I already read my little thing, basically self-conscious and stressed, but driven.
0: (laughs) I'm 63% turbulent, so very close. Wow, yeah. yeah. We
1: were really close on that one, so um kind of crazy so next it gives you like a role how in the beginning we listed the 16 personalities and they were like each in a category mm-hmm. kind of we, I don't. did we read the categories yeah yeah so it's like the category overarching that's it so my role was diplomat it says diplomats focus on empathy and cooperation shining in diplomacy and counseling wow that was the word counseling they're imaginative warm empathetic and influential people often playing the role of harmonizers I could see that. You never like to have any rifts. Yeah. I like to make everyone
0: happy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I feel like you don't have Pathological a lot of
0: people. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um even when you do have like any tension, mm-hmm. you like don't really want to like deal with it. Like you're like just like you want to deal with it to like get it over with and like have there be peace, but you also don't want to cause more rifts, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, I just want to not be anxious. Yeah. So if I can deal with it, and not be anxious, I do. But I like to take path of least resistance. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So mine is, I'm a sentinel. So
0: sentinels are cooperative and practical, embracing and creating order, security and stability. They're hardworking, meticulous, and traditional, preferring to stick to their plans. Mm. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Accurate. I think. <laughs>
1: Okay, and then there's a third one, right, you said? Yep. It's your strategy. Ooh. So, we'll just see what our strategies are. <laughs> I don't know how to, like, intro yeah. them. Um, my strategy is social engagement. So, it says, see, I told you, I don't like being alone. Yeah. says, so social engagers are restless, perfectionist people prone to experiencing very positive and negative emotions. They're curious and willing to work hard, making them high achievers.
0: Mm. Okay, so mine is constant improvement. Mm. Constant improvers are quiet, individualistic, perfectionist, and success-driven people often spending a lot of time and effort ensuring the result of their work is the best it can be.
1: Wow. How do you feel about that?
0: Um, I think that fits for the most part. Like, I'm perfectionist in different – in certain ways. I'm not always a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I just had a realization today of, like – I want to be successful, and am I making a difference in this world? Like, I don't know. I was kind of like, why aren't I doing something that is helping people? Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But the only thing I can – like, there's obviously so many ways you can help people, but the only way in my mind is, like, starting a nonprofit. Hmm. And it's like, I, I don't think I would enjoy starting my own business. Like, that just caused way too much stress for me and, like, not mm. worth the stress. But it it just got me thinking like, I don't know, for some reason, that's the only way my brain is thinking I can help people
1: is like working for a nonprofit when that's not true, but I volunteer a little but I've definitely for the last couple of years, have wanted to do it more. But last time I tried to, the the place was like, oh, we actually have too many volunteers. Mm -hmm. So I just stopped after that. Um, But there are a couple of places around here that I would like to start volunteering at again, because they were really fun to volunteer at. And it does feel really good.
0: I really want to volunteer at, like, nursing homes. Mm. Um, especially, like, where my grandpa was for a while. But I feel like... I know I should just do it because I really want to do it. And I can relate more to, like, old people than I kid young kids. Like, mm-hmm. I, I find myself sometimes not knowing what to say to a little kid. But, mm-hmm. like, I can talk to an older person. Um, but I also know it's going to be really difficult for me. Like, even just thinking about it, like... I start getting, like, teary-eyed of just, like, going back in, even if it wasn't that specific place, mm-hmm. just, like, thinking about life. Like, I don't know. I should just do it. It's just more like I'm nervous, and I also don't want to bring people down. Like, if I'm going to cry, it, I don't want to do that. Like
1: yeah. I would have a hard time just because I have friends that have worked in nursing homes and, like, just the stuff that happens. I, just, I personally wouldn't be able to do it, but I would like to do something more like, a Habitat for Humanity or something like that.
0: I'm saying volunteering, like, I'm not going to work there. Like, it's more no, like, no. I'm going to just go room to room and chat
1: with them. Yeah. And, like, puzzle. I know. Okay. But then, they're older people. Yeah. So, I'd be more worried about the potential of what could happen. Like, what? They die. While you're in there with them? No. Just, like, you get really attached to someone oh, and they yeah. die. I no? know. Like, I just want not be able to do that, so.
0: I know, but I also think, like... Losing my grandpa was really hard. Is it going to be harder than that? No. Right. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. kind of like... Because I definitely thought about that too. But then I'm like, okay, but for the little time I did have with them, I would hope I would have brought happiness to them and it would have yeah. been worth it. True. Yeah. So I should. I really need to do it. I've been thinking about it for years. But it's just like that's holding me back is yeah. just the hardness of it.
1: Yeah. I would like to do like a Habitat for Humanity, like building houses or something. Or like I've previously volunteered at a place in our city where they make like food for families affected by cancer. And that was really cool. Cause like you help make the food and they show you how to do it. And then you get to like sit and eat with the families and like talk to them and like, mm-hmm. you know, so that's, I don't know. It just made me feel really good. So yeah. and there's another place that we used to volunteer at when we were kids. It's um, like a, a food basket where you basically go and you just like decorate bags and you don't like pass the food out to them or anything but you just like decorate bags for the kids to like mm-hmm. make it more fun. And that was really fun um it's just that one you don't have as like much of a direct connect mm-hmm. so it just depends i guess on like how you know involved you want to be or whatever yeah i so. want to decorate bags
0: I yeah that one was fun that.
1: yeah that's what i tried doing a couple years ago and they're like we have too many interesting yeah it was me and a group of friends when we decided for the fourth of july we wanted to go volunteer and they said we have too many people <laughs> like nope you can't yeah. do something good for the world yeah. <laughs> so we were like well <laughs> okay Dang. so yeah so we didn't but i would also like to you know start doing that again so All right. Well, now on to what part shall we go?
0: So my highlight of the day is, so I'm a defender. Mm -hmm. Defenders are the least likely personality type to speak up if they disagree with everyone else in a 10-person group. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I think that I agreed with that to an extent. Like, certain things, if it doesn't really matter and I don't agree, I'm not going to say anything. Mm -hmm. Like, especially if it's like a group of 10 people want to go do something and I don't and be like majority wins like i'm not gonna
1: yeah
0: or just like other scenarios but i guess i could see that the bigger the group the harder it is to like speak up especially when they're also quiet and yeah. all that
1: hmm. wait is it your least likely or most likely least likely up? oh okay yeah that fits that you because mine is a most likely so i thought you were talking about oh. that and i was like no okay what's yours uh mine says protagonists are the most likely personality type to feel grateful without much effort Wow, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty accurate. I feel like I'm always thankful for where I'm at in life, even yeah. if it's not always where I want to be. I always have this random
0: urge to tell people how much I'm thankful for them, like in a text. Mm-hmm. I did that to Alexi once and she literally thought it was a joke <laughs> and I'm like, I'm never doing this to you again because I just sent like a nice text being like I just want to say like I love you so much I'm so thankful for you like you're a great friend I don't know what all I said but it was like a a pretty like decent long message and she said (laughs) I don't even know what
1: you said but you're like I (laughs) I thought this was a joke
0: I think you're like is this a Facebook trend because
1: I was seeing people on like Facebook or like reels or whatever like send messages like that to see what their friends would say back so I was like I was like I'm gonna catch her so I was like is this a Facebook trend and she was like no I just felt like saying it I felt like an a-hole because then I was yeah. like oh I was I was like that was really sweet and then she's like I'm never doing this again I was
0: like, yeah oh, I haven't done sorry. it in a while but it's I only get that when I'm just really happy mm. and mm-hmm. then I'm like oh my gosh I'm so grateful and yeah. yeah I've definitely done it to like all my friends like close friends I think yeah um I used to write letters to people yeah, I, I like rain letters I too. It. I just wish like people would send me a nice long message someday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At Alexi. it <Sorry>, again.
0: <laughs> just no. kidding.
1: Usually, I mean, I feel like I try to like say to my friends in my actions how I'm. I like, say, I think them, that's you know? the
0: difference between love languages, which we can talk about in a different episode.
1: Yeah, but that just explains a lot. Yeah. So I like to, you know, actions, or like. In college, when we were moving out, I made, um, I wrote all my roommates' letters, but I also, um, made videos for them. So, like, I took, like, clips from the last four years, whatever, that we had lived together and, like, mm-hmm. made a compilation. And for some of them, it was, like, 15 minutes, but for the others, it was like, there's one that was, like, 45 minutes long. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I burned it onto a DVD, and then I gave it to them with the letter. That's so nice. Yeah. And they're on YouTube, so I go back and watch them sometimes. It's, like, a...
0: Aww. That's true. When we went on the cruise, she made a little clip of it, which I know it was more just, like,
1: so you can look back at the memories, but it was, like, that's so sweet. Yeah. So I like to do more stuff like that. Because I enjoy watching it, and they hopefully enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in each one, I put, like, a little, like, me talking to the camera about, like, how I care about what they've done for me for the last four years. Oh, my God. Yeah. There were tears in some of them. I'm just saying.
0: She's never cried for me.
1: That you know of. When have you
0: cried for me? I would
1: never say. So you
0: haven't? I don't
1: know. It's because there's never been, like, a time in my life where I knew you were, like, moving away. Like, I've always known that you would be, like, close, you know? Like, the reason I got sad about them was, like, okay, we're leaving college, and you guys are all moving across the state or to different states. I don't know when I'm going to see you again. Okay. You know, and yeah. I've just never had that same like pull with you. Like, if that were to happen, I would definitely cry. But there just hasn't been a situation where like it's been like Brid's moving. I don't know when I'm gonna see her again. Yeah, because we've always lived close. So that's fair. Yeah. So sorry. Just want someone to cry over me. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um. So for personality, for me, for protagonists, um, first of all, it talks about strengths and weaknesses um some of my strengths that list are that i'm receptive reliable passionate altruistic and charismatic mine says i'm
0: supportive reliable observant enthusiastic and hard-working and good practical
1: skills <laughs> <So you're six. laughs> <laughs> Brent has more strengths than me <laughs> yeah i think those are pretty accurate like um i mentioned that i have strong opinions but i'm Far from, like, close-minded, which I think is accurate. Like, I feel like I'm pretty strong in my opinions, but I'm also willing to, like, listen to other people. So Mm -hmm. I feel like that's pretty accurate as as far as that
0: goes. She is very good. Like, if she doesn't agree with something, she'll just kind of, like, unless it's, like, just a fact, then you'll be, like, no, you're wrong. And (laughs) you'll sometimes look it up. But other things, like, if it's just a difference of opinion, she's very good of, like, just nodding along and being, like, yeah, I don't necessarily agree, but, like, I get where you're coming from. Yeah.
1: Or I, like, take their point of mind and I, like, research it to, like, see. Yeah. Because, like, my opinion can change. It just depends on if I... If they're providing enough, like, evidence of a reason Mm -hmm. to change it, you know? Yeah. So. Which one would you like to highlight? Oh, my God. I don't need to highlight any of them. This mentions softball. Oh, my God. (laughs) It says, whether they're the captain of their softball team or a leader on the world stage, they rarely lose sight of their main goal to be a service to others.
0: Dang. My weaknesses are... <laughs> triggering
1: oh god <laughs> i don't even look at mine
0: okay Uh-oh. overly humble which i don't necessarily agree with that but okay taking things personally yup <laughs> repressing their feelings yup Overcommitted. yup reluctant to change yup <laughs> too altruistic altruistic
1: oh that was one of my strengths
0: um but so too altruistic means that giving to people can leave them feeling vulnerable and being taken advantage by others
1: so So it must be if you're overly altruistic because mine just says for a strength that i am but it says if i genuinely believe that people or that i bring people together i can do like good in the world and be a force of positive change because that's my strength so yours for being like too far must be like you're nervous to like do too much. So to mine, be yeah,
0: it's like my giving, generous mm. nature can leave them vulnerable to being taken
1: advantage of by others.
0: It can be hard for people with this personality type to rock the boat and stand up to someone who isn't pulling their own weight. Mm. Which that, yeah, for sure. Wow. So my weaknesses are triggering. <laughs>
1: um, I have I think five: unrealistic, overly idealistic, condescending, intense, and overly empathetic
0: condescending that's what it says that's a rough that's
1: a rough one it says people of this personality type enjoy teaching others particularly about the causes and beliefs that matter so much to them but at times protagonists attempt to enlighten others may come across as patronizing not the most effective strategy for persuading other people which i feel like can be accurate to me.
0: i just feel like someone saying you're condescending is very like that hits
1: like that's
0: so rude
1: yeah but, Dang. I mean, the way it describes it, I'm like, yeah, I guess I understand that. Like, it could probably be nicer in how I present some of the information sometimes. But, yeah. like, if it's, like, a fact where I know I'm right, I'm not as nice about it. Where if it's, like, a conversation between, like, opinions, I'm nice about it. Yeah. But if I know it's, like, a fact, like, I know for a fact that what they're saying is wrong, then I'm pretty, like, no, you're wrong. Like, I'm just, right. you know, and I don't picture it as, like, condescending. I'm not trying to be, it's just I'm trying to be, like, straightforward and be like, no, I'm fully aware that you're not right. Yeah. Like, sorry, but you're just wrong. Yeah. So, yeah. So, even
0: when I know I'm right, I'm just like, okay. Like, I literally be like, okay.
1: No, not me. I have to know. I have to make sure everyone knows that I'm right. There's
0: times that we won't agree, and I'm just like, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, it's just not worth it to me. (laughs) Like, I don't care enough, you know?
1: Yeah. I think it's because when I was growing up, it's just like, in our household, you always had to be right. Like, it was always like a competition of like, who's right? And we'd have to like, prove it. So, it's just gone into like, my life now, because it's just... Um, yeah we're overly competitive to a point of like we always had to be right too yeah so
0: Uh, recently i was talking to someone i asked i asked them how they were and they said good that was it no explanation no how are you or no like Mm. like explanation to why they're good Mm -hmm. i literally just said okay (laughs) like that high-pitched okay (laughs) because i was like whatever this is stupid i'm not about to
1: like keep going and anyways it was just so weird um all right moving into the next section we have romantic relationships for my little intro it says protagonists can be intense when it comes to matters of the heart they won't have it any other way people with this personality type rarely settle for anything that falls short of their ideals and their romantic relationships are no exception which is really funny because i have not read this at all and literally like an hour ago i told brin my expectations are just too high and i was like the problem is i'm just like My expectations are too high, and I'm too picky. Like, I can't remember the word I used. I don't think it was picky, but I basically was just like, I'm too closed off. Like, I need to be more open to other people. So, yeah. Wow.
0: Mine was just saying that they feel very hard. (laughs) So, there's this part that literally says, it's no surprise that defenders can take these personalities relatively... It's no surprise that defenders take a relatively long time to recover from the heartache of a breakup or even a particularly painful disagreement. Defenders give so much of themselves and their relationships that they can feel deeply hurt when they believe that someone isn't offering them enough love, commitment, and appreciation in return, mm. which literally wow, <laughs> like relates all <laughs> too well. Um, unfortunately, defenders may find it difficult to break off a relationship even when things just aren't working out, people with this personality type may hang on due to misplaced loyalty, a general fear of change, or the hope that they can somehow figure out how to change any problems for the better. It would be a mistake, however, to think that defenders are pushovers in their relationships. Although people with this personality type generally try to avoid conflict, they have clear and firm opinions and preferences on all kinds of subjects, and when they feel as if their partner isn't respecting their wishes, all of their repressed frustration and disappointment may eventually boil over in the form of negativity, resentment, or heels-dug-in stubbornness. Whoa. (laughs) That's (laughs) just crazy, like just yeah. oh, thinking about like past relationships like my friends that know
1: things are probably like oh my god <laughs> yeah um the other part of my little intro says although these personalities may come across as outgoing or even a bit flirtatious which people told me in high school all the time that i was a flirt mm-hmm. uh, few protagonists are satisfied by fleeing attractions their standards are high and they know it in fact this awareness might give protagonists a deeper appreciation of just how rare and pressured it is to feel a real spark with another person and in turn, just how rare and special it is when that spark grows into the steady flames of true abiding love. Now, this is funny because Brynn and I were discussing before how I was saying, like, I want to get back into the dating game. And I just haven't done it. And Brynn was like, well, you don't put effort in. If you put effort in, then you probably would be fine. And I just said, like, well, most of the time I still have feelings for someone. She's like, yeah, but when you did that with so-and-so, that turned into something. I like it was short, but it turned into something. And I said, yeah, because I liked him. It was a rare spark with another person rare special i don't have that with everybody yeah so crazy Mm -hmm. anyway so one of my things just is like moving beyond the dating game it says um, when i fall for someone i fall hard they're not coy about it Um, i'm most readily express how i feel and often find themselves making the first move rather than playing games or waiting for reassurance that the other person feels the same Mm. and i do make the first move a lot yeah, mine said that I never make the first move. I'm like, <laughs> so, yup. <laughs> see, whenever we're out at the bar or something, I always am making the first move, and I just tell Brynn that, because sometimes she's like, I want someone to make a move. I'm like, you just do it. And she's like, no, I don't want no. to. Yeah. So, see, it's accurate.
0: Except I am determined... Now, if somebody says that my name is Brian and they're cute and I don't see, see a ring on their finger, I'm going to say <laughs> it's Brynn, but you can call me later. I really want to do it. Well, Alexi
1: said that before and I'm like, I want to do that so bad. Yeah. I've always wanted to use that pickup line. Like, I just think it's funny. Like, if a guy were to be like, What's your name? I'd be like, My name's Lexi, but you can call me later. Just like, because I think it'd be funny. Yeah. But I think it'd be especially funny if someone called her Brian and then she said that. Like, It's Brian, but you can call yeah, me later. Yeah, like, I really want to so do good. it.
0: <laughs> My face would be so red. I'm just picturing, like, first, I'd have to make sure there is a witness. Yeah.
1: You know? But then- I feel like you need to try to, like, um, bait someone to do this because. There's not gonna be many scenarios where it's gonna be someone cute that I know. sees your name red. Yeah, so I'm just imagining I'm gonna say that, and then my face is gonna be so red,
0: and immediately I'm gonna be like, "I just had to do it. I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> like, it wouldn't even be like quote sexy or anything, because I'd immediately have to be like, "I'm sorry." Where's the
1: unquote? Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Callback from previous episode. <laughs> But we did have a friend tell Brynn, if you have someone that can vouch for that, I don't remember what she said she would do, but yeah. she's like, if you have someone that can vouch that you did that, I think she said she'd like buy or something. or Buy whatever. a drink. Yeah. yeah. So. I know. I want to do
0: it. It's because it, like, they would definitely see you doing it, but me doing yeah. it, it's like, what? Yeah. I just need a cute guy to then call me by the wrong name. It doesn't have to lead anywhere. I literally just want to say it.
1: Yeah. Or you could purposely say your name wrong if they were to ask, like, what's your name? And you could be like, oh, and then say Bryn, but make it, like, sound, like, mumbled. So <laughs> then they'd say it wrong, and then they'd be like, oh, this? And you'd be like, well, it's Bryn, but you can call me later. Or I could be like, Brim, and then you'd be like, Brim? I'm like, Bryn. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So you just change it a little bit, so they have to ask.
0: <laughs> so funny.
1: Uh, well, the next little part of mine said to dreaming together. So even on the first date, these personalities may steer the conversation toward heavier topics. Don't want to find out what TV shows you watch. They get uh, t- a sense of their partner's dreams and aspirations, the changes they hope to make in themselves and the world, and then they take pride in supporting their partner to make good on these dreams, um, and might take their partner's goals on as their own. Which I think is funny, because last time I went on like a really, really good first date, we were talking about taking a trip together to Tennessee.
0: <laughs> she said
1: that, and I was like, you are a psycho. <laughs> like- so I think that's funny. Um, and then... Few personality types are keener than protagonists to establish a loving commitment with their chosen partner. They take dating and relationships seriously, even in early days. They tend to bring a focus on long-term potential as the relationship matures. And then tend to do um, what that takes to like, bring it to fruition. So, I think that's all very accurate. So, it says I care about pleasing my partner. Accurate. <laughs> Alright, next up, we got friendships. Rin, Um.
0: Uh, mine just says... They don't find it easy to bond with just anyone. They're more private and a bit protective so it can take a while to feel comfortable and open up to someone new. So Mm -hmm. they, friendships normally don't start out as random encounters on a wild night out but rather through comfortable and consistent contact. Which Hmm. makes
1: sense. Yeah. Um, One part of mine says that the protagonist puts a sincere dedicated effort into staying close with their friends and friendships are far from expendable or insignificant and so they're a key component of life well lived. Hmm. And for me, I feel like that's like really accurate
0: you read your whole thing already no mine um says deep down defenders long to be liked and accepted and they care about what other people think of them so they strive to bring their best selves to all the relationships including their friendships and i'm just thinking back like (laughs) the other night our friend was over and she was i was gone by this time and she like thought when i opened the door that i didn't want her to stay because I said, what are you doing? And that's just because I was, like, holding the door and she wasn't moving. So I was like, do I close the door? Do I keep it open? Like, I just want to shut the door, like, mm-hmm. I, type of thing. Yeah. So I asked, what are you doing? And then she took that as, like, I don't want you here. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, like, texted her this morning. I was like, oh, by didn't. the way, Alexi said that you were, like, a little like weirded out by this yeah. and that's not what i was going for yeah. and she's like yeah i thought it was just miscommunication yeah like okay i just I think need to it clear just, it up i
1: think it was just the wording of the question like if you would have said like what are you doing are you staying or leaving yeah that would have cleared it up but then you just said what are you doing as she she claimed she was like stepping in the door so then she's like i guess stepping out I'm stepping out of the door. Like, so the I don't know. Is, I took it as
0: she was just standing right by the door, not holding the door. I was still holding it. And I'm like, I want to let go of the door, but if I let go of it, it's going to hit you.
1: <laughs> it's so funny. So, um, it also says that protagonists have a sincere desire to get to know people. So for discovering or like discovering someone's quirks and opinions and hopes and follies, it's one of the life's purest moments for protagonists, which I think is so funny because I love getting to know like random small facts about people like um I'm trying to think of an example about Bryn I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head but like knowing like little things that she feels insecure about just makes me feel like our friendship is so much closer you know Mm -hmm. what am I insecure about your eyebrows oh my god yeah (laughs) So just knowing, like, the little, like, things like that makes me feel like I'm so much closer with people.
0: Oh, you have no idea. My eyebrows, I, I meticulously, like, take care of them. Like, mm-hmm. they always have to be shaped well, and, like, the thing is, I've just been born with, when I'm looking back at pictures, like, just one of them is, like, lower than the other. I can't remember which one it is. But... Just seeing photos when it's like, I'm sure I'm the only one really looking at it, but I'm just so self conscious about it that even like my hairdresser who like sometimes waxes my eyebrows, I'll talk to her about it all the time. And she always has to say, Eyebrows are not twins, they're sisters. Mm. She always has to tell me that. Oh, well, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm so self-conscious about my eyebrows.
1: Yeah. It's funny because her and I have been friends for literally, like, almost 26 years, and I've never once noticed her eyebrows, and then she said it, and I still can't tell what she's talking about, so... Oh, first thing I see in a photo of me. Yeah. I mean, we all have those things, too. But, yeah, so for me, knowing, like, little quirks and stuff like that makes me feel so close with people. Like, it does bring me a lot of joy, so I think it's interesting that I, like, called that up. Yeah. So it says that it can be difficult to respect anyone who takes shortcuts disrespects others refuses to challenge the status quo which i think is accurate it says protagonists can be among the best friends anyone could wish for kind-hearted and trustworthy people with personality types like this dedicate incredible amounts of energy and attention to their friendships they want their friends to feel not merely validated but supported not merely heard but understood wow so it says, from their closest friends to their wide circle of acquaintances, protagonist personality types approach relationships with a sense of purpose, creating bonds are not easily broken. Mm-hmm. And that we show up in both large and small ways. By taking time after a grueling day at work to help a friend spruce up their resume, or by putting together a weekend-long destination birthday party for a friend who needs a boost. <laughs> Nothing makes me happier than seeing people I care about doing well. Next. Parenthood. Basically, it says I'd be a good parent, but I don't want to be one. <laughs> in general mine says um it says like protagonist parents see it as their loving duty to help their children realize their unique potential which i would never do with kids because i don't want them but i feel like i tried to help students like help them realize what they can
0: be mine says that it's like you can't lose track of how much they'll love their children but sometimes steering their children in a certain way could hurt them mm. and i feel like i get that with i'm a very paranoid person that there's going to be times that i know my kids are going to want to like do something and i'll be like no mm. like would i you, have to be there or would you whatever. be the
1: parent that one that then like sleep over at someone's house or no um
0: if i met the parents i would
1: yeah I'm i'd have answer. to meet
0: them because otherwise i'm like i think you're lying to
1: me and you're not actually spending the night at some person's house you're going uh, somewhere else i don't know oh interesting I would just be worried about the parents' intentions. I don't be worried that the kids lying. No. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, for career paths, it says when it comes to choosing a career, protagonists find fulfillment in doing what they love most, helping other people. That is my job. Do they give examples of what? Um, I'm trying to see. It just says. Oh yeah, many people this personality type gravitate towards careers. With an altruistic bent, such as social work, teaching, counseling, coaching, healthcare, public interest, law. I teach and I coach. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I do two of the jobs that are (laughs) listed. So that's crazy.
0: Hmm. Mine is... They're often the backbone of their workplace. Reliable, hardworking, and always ready to lend a hand. Mm. So mine's HR, IT support, hospitality, retail, office administration, library sciences, and pretty much any job that involves fielding and helping answer people's questions. Which I am kind of in the hospitality industry, so. Mm. Yeah, I think it's accurate for you.
1: Um, It says, wherever they work, protagonists rarely lose sight of their core mission, which is to improve people's lives. So, accurate. So in conclusion, wow, it says along the way, you may have muttered to yourself, wow, this is so accurate. It's a little creepy. Or finally, someone understands me. You may have even asked, how do they know more about me than the people I'm closest to? If you feel understood right now, it's because you are. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) This is funny. It says, we understand your creativity, your passion, and your commitment to doing the right thing, but we also understand the dark side of your personality type, the nagging fear that you might not reach your full potential and make the most of your wild and precious life. Mm -hmm. And a couple episodes ago, Brendan and I were literally just talking about if we felt like we were successful in life. And I said, "I don't think I've reached my full potential yet," so it also says I'll fall short of my potential. Wow, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Yeah, so that's why it's so interesting to do this. I feel like people are gonna like listen to this and be like, "But this is like a horoscope where it's just like," no. but it's not. A horoscope's completely random, and this you have to like sit and answer questions on like a scale of saying like where you kind of fall on the scale and then it culminates all of it together to, like, put your personality into a little, you know. Obviously, it doesn't, like, boil you down to just being a protagonist or just a defender, but it does go into a lot of detail about, like, how you are in certain things. And I think it's different in a horoscope because you're not reading it as, like, oh, I guess this could fit. It's like, no, I have literal examples for my life of why this is right. who I am. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, this is why the way I am. Mm-hmm. I misquoted it on purpose. Yeah. So FYI. Mm -hmm. (laughs) To whoever you (laughs) are. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. So if you're interested in taking it, it's just Mm -hmm. 16personalities.com. Definitely take it. Let us know where you fall. There's like letters. So mine is, I just saw it. Where'd it go? Um, I'm an ENFJ-A or an ENFJ-T. I don't know what the difference is, but basically I'm an ENFJ. I am an ISFJ. Whatever
0: the heck SFJ. that means. So
1: we're both FJs. I think that wraps <laughs> up
0: today's episode.
1: Hopefully you learned a little more about us. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Hopefully in an upcoming episode we can discuss love languages.
0: Because yeah. we haven't discussed
1: that yet, right? No. Because we did fear response, but I don't think we did love languages yet.
0: No. So. um I also want to take the Enneagram sometime, but I don't like that it costs money. Well, that's to see your full results, but I think it tells you... I don't know. It tells you a little bit of them, and you can just look it up, what the results mean. Uh, or it tells you like what numbers you are or whatever, but then yeah. it doesn't go into explanation. You need to find the explanation. Uh, so we
1: can always Google that. Yeah. So, so. We can do that sometime, but um, in case you don't know what an Enneagram is, it just says it's a nine-sided figure using a particular system of analysis which represents um the different personality types so it's basically like another personality thing with just like a little bit different descriptions and stuff so eventually we want to do that and we want to do love languages um so you guys can get a little more into who we are yeah how do we love are there men out there that fit our love language yeah like or a lot of male listeners understand it yeah true that's the big thing yeah you don't i i actually think it's better if you don't have the same love language yeah Because if we have different love languages, but you're putting effort in to show my love language when it's not yours, that means way more to me Yeah. than it just also being yours and you doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, for someone to go out of their way, out of their comfort zone to do something to show that they care, that means way more to me. Yeah. So. Anyways, that wraps up this week's episode. Sorry, it's kind of a long one. Okay, well, we'll see y'all next week, Tuesday. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) I'm Alexi. And I'm (laughs) Brynn. And this is Twenty Somethings. Going Through Something. Adios. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. Please review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.
0: You can also follow us on Instagram at goingthroughsomethingpod for updates and fill out the form in our link in bio to let us know what we should talk about next. Thanks.